Welcome to West Virginia Uncommonplace. Today, I have Harrison Barron with me on this podcast, and he is a social media selling expert. Can you tell us what that is (laughs) encompassed? And can you tell us who you are and tell us every little thing that we need to know about you? Yeah, man. So uh, I'm five foot nine. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling around the 300 mark. That's about me. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I'm not kidding, but um, okay. <laughs> I got into the social media world kind of out, out, out of an accident. So I came from the IT world. Um, I was doing a lot of sales on, on there and stuff like that. I, I've always lived behind a computer screen and um, I kind of stumbled upon it. So I left my old IT company, started a new business. Um, but at the IT company, I was, I was doing a lot of selling on LinkedIn. Um, and I didn't really realize I was just doing it. Like, it's just like, it's like you put your pants on, right. You put your left foot in or your right foot in, you do the same thing every day, right? Like nobody ever asks you, Hey, what leg do you put your pants in, you know, in your pants first, right. You're just, you just, you just do it. Right. So I was, I would just go and I would prospect on LinkedIn and I'd create some content on LinkedIn or share some stuff out and stuff like that. And I was getting a lot of traffic. I was getting a lot of leads from it. And I was like, okay, whatever. So left my old IT company, started to go over to, um, started my own business called uh, Barron Media Group. And now we're actually about to become, actually, by the time this is drops, it'll be uh, officially growth generators. So growth, growth hyphen generators.com. And I just, I started out as a social media marketing agency. You know, I took the whole, I took the Ty Lopez pill and I was like, oh, I could do this, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I love how you're laughing because everybody knows, like everybody's seen it. And, <laughs> and like, I yeah. didn't, I didn't, I mean, I bought one product from him. I bought the 67 steps. I ended up li- listening to about 10. They're just, it, it was too much. Um, it, was, it was just too much to consume. It, it was like impossible to consume and it was good value. It was just, it was a lot. So way too much, um, <laughs> but I was like, I was like, I could probably do, uh, you know, I could probably run a digital marketing agency. And at this time I had started my podcast and it's funny. My employees are always like, you always talk about this podcast, 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 podcast. And I'm like, well, the, the podcast was the catalyst to everything. So I started the podcast inside my old company, literally I had a closet, not much smaller than the room that I'm in. <laughs> and I would, I'd have people come in. So as, as I was telling you, right, like I had my, 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 uh, two ATR or sorry, four ATR 2100s and we'd sit there and I'd record and I'd have people come in and it was really good because these people were seeing me and also seeing the company, the IT company. So it was good cross promotion. Some of these people became clients of, of that IT company. And that was part of the goal, right? To bring these people in. And it gave me access to a lot of people that normally I wouldn't have access to. They wouldn't either answer my message on LinkedIn or something like that. But if somebody was like, Hey, you got to talk to this kid Harrison. He has a, he has a podcast. They would be like, Oh, I'd love to be on a podcast. And they'd march right in and, you know, shake my hand. People I could never get access to. Like one of my, one of my homies, this guy, Brian Carp, he sell he sold 200 and Oh God, I'm going to screw this up. 240, 250 houses last year. Something like that. Whoa. So, yeah, the dude's like a savage. I think he's number one in the company. He's he's top ten in the company in the country, and I know he's number one in New York by volume. Um, yeah, the dude's no joke, and he would never pick up a phone call from from a guy like me, right? And so he somebody he somebody mentioned to him and was like, I was like, hey man, I have a podcast, and somebody had briefly mentioned it to him before. I was like, you should come on, you know, Harrison's podcast, and that was the. That was the opening floodgate. So anybody that's interested in starting a podcast, these it's just one of the side effects of what could happen. So 
when I started my own business, I started out doing social media and I was finding a lot of clients on LinkedIn and stuff like that and locally, and I could run social media accounts. And I was like, cool, this is awesome. The problem is I realized that I, I hit two major walls and, and Ty and these guys never talk about this. And this is one of the things that does drive me nuts. Just because you can build somebody's social media presence doesn't mean they're going to get more customers. And the reason is, is because it's like your front door, right? You, if you can get somebody to come to the front door, first of all, it doesn't mean they can come into your house, but if your house doesn't accommodate them, right, then it doesn't really serve a purpose. And, and I mean that meaning you can find somebody on LinkedIn who wants to buy your stuff or, or wants to see your business. And then they come to your website. And if your website isn't up to par, they're gone. Right. Because if it's too cumbersome to buy something to figure out where, you know, I can't tell you how many people have phone numbers on their website and you can't click to make a call. Like you have to actually what? copy and paste. I swear to God. I, <laughs> mind. So I'm like, okay, there's a major problem here. And I was, and this was something that was happening to me. I would get these clients on decent retainers, making a couple thousand bucks a month. And time and time again, I'd hit a major wall and they're like, Hey, you're not really bringing in the customers. I'm like, I don't understand how I cannot be bringing the customers. Like I'm running the social media account. I'm running ads. I'm, I'm creating tons of content for you. I could see you're getting a hundred, 200, 300, 500 visits per week. There's no way that not one person has reached out to you. They're like, no, we're, we're not getting any traffic. And um, okay, let me go look at the website. And the website was this garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Dumpster juice. <laughs> yeah. Dumpster juice. I like that. And I like dumpster juice. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, are we allowed to curse on this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, shit, this is a big problem because now it's making me look bad, right? I'm grinding. I'm doing this. I'm taking money from somebody else. I'm performing the service or good that I was, that I promised. And then I'd fall flat on my face because they didn't have a website. And if they did have a website, which was great, they had no presence. There was no blog. There was no updates. Most of the time it was like, okay, we have a website. It was from 10 years ago when we were at this location. Sometimes they didn't even have the right location on there. They just were like, <laughs> oh, I need to get on on social media, right? They take that Ty Lopez pill, right? So I was like, well, this is not sustainable because that means I'm going to have to find clients over and over and over and over again. They're going to hire me for three, six, nine months. And I don't know when they're going to fire me because they're going to fire me. It's not, right. it's not if, it's a matter of when, because just because I'm doing a good job, right? If, if you hire the best golf coach in the world, but you don't go to practice, it doesn't matter. You're never going to get anywhere. You need that website. You need a continuous plan to get you from point A to point B, right? And this was the major problem. So I was like, well, we have to, revi we have to revise everything. And I've, I built a website for my podcast. I built a so decent social media presence for my podcast. And I had connections that... I mean, I was I almost got Cecil Fielder on the podcast. I don't know if anybody <laughs> knows, but Cecil... Yeah, famous, famous baseball player. Famous baseball player, right? Detroit, I, I have a cell phone number in my phone. So, Detroit Tigers. <laughs> yeah, like he's a homie. And he's like, dude, I'm in whenever you want. Let me know. And like that was the access that you got, you know, that I got as out of my podcast. Like I, that's because my podcast was in person. I would never, I really, I did like three or four Zoom calls. I really wasn't into it. And I kind of, I kind of squashed that. And I said, look, I'll go to you. I don't mind traveling to you, but there's no way that, we're doing this over zoom. You know, it was very rare. I did somebody over zoom and it was like super, people that were like in Iowa that I was like, there's no way they're I'm getting there or they're getting here. Right. So that was the really cool part about it. So then I was like, well, we have to figure out something else. So then we started offering websites and I had a couple of people and then I had a couple of people buy it. And I was like, okay, this is something that we can do. Right. Same problem. Right. Okay. I built you this website. 
right? I drove some traffic from Instagram or social media or LinkedIn to your website or to you, to you. And now we have another problem, right? There's no marketing strategy. There's no way for people to continuously find more information. There's no way for you to, for Google to help you and things like that. So then I started offering SEO services and that's kind of what we've landed on over the last three years is, you know, cause we're, I'm about to break three years in April okay. is really just focusing heavily on SEO, helping people get found and then teaching small business owners that can't afford these large SEO packages or inbound marketing packages, how to do LinkedIn sales, because it's so incredibly effective to get in front of, you know, the key decision makers, the CEOs, the CMOs, the CSOs, the CROs, the C, you know, C-suite people, you can just, I, I compare it to, I don't know if anybody that's listening is an anti-gun, but like you're a sniper, right? You can literally target down to the person, find out who's in the company, message them, and chances are pretty good you're going to get a response back. Oh, wow. That was a Our, tangent and a half. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I like that. Now, this is one thing I need you to do because we both know this about podcasts. I need you to plug everything real fast because, you know, people <laughs> skip through the podcast. Like, yeah, man. I- so uh, my main digital marketing agency um, is growth-generators, especially by the time this drops. That's going to be – the website's just about done um, – on there so definitely go check that out and the linkedin course and i'm putting together a podcasting course so if you're interested in starting a podcast or anything like that you know and or you're interested in getting a hold of business owners and stuff like that and and it's not just for you know the business owner starting a small business like if you're a salesperson i've had people go through this course this is a total shameless plug but it's so cool to hear this from people um they go through this course and they go from being the bottom man on the totem pole to you know top one, top two, top three in the company as far as sales, because they just learned how to use social media. It's not that thing like, you know, it's not that thing. It's not that tool in the kitchen. You're like, oh God, this is what the pros use. No, no, no. Like anybody can do it. It's not that hard. So if you want to find that stuff out, go visit my personal website, harrisonbaron.com. Okay. And, and, I, and I like that. Um, and the reason I like this is because like, like everything that you said, you're, you're telling the truth that people don't realize because everybody thinks you can just get on YouTube you can get on Instagram and even mean you privately discuss like how I got to where I got to everybody has to take a different route. But this, this concept that people think of it, people think they, they start, we'll just use the podcast as an example. People think you start a podcast somewhere on a hosted platform, you get on Instagram, you do a few memes, you do a few ads here or there, you pay for promotion with Instagram, which uh, I'm kind of iffy about. Cause I always tell people, if you don't have a true product to promote, don't do it then don't do it. So I'm going to say this on this podcast right now. Someone needs to reach a lot of my fellow podcasters need to reach out to you to take this course, because it seems like your course would help them understand the marketing strategy. Cause everybody thinks that once you get to a thousand, 2000, 3000, or actually let's do what let's be a hundred percent honest. When you get to 10,000 listeners that, Oh, you're going to be the next Joe Rogan or, Oh, you're ready to go over to megaphone or, even uh, I hate to say Buzzsprout because Buzzsprout's pretty big when sure. you get that high numbers, but yep. um, they think that it's time for them to jump to the next level and there's levels to everything. Yeah. And, and people yeah. think that just because you see this, the, the, the thing that's been embedded in people's minds, people take the, the social media aspect of YouTube and say, Hey, I was on YouTube. I got a million views. It should transfer to money. That is not how it works on never. social media. It's never. And I know that people can't see me, but I'm shaking my head because it's just, that's the farthest thing from reality possible. And 
Well, well, I'll let you finish first before I go. Oh, on no, that. I was good. I'm ready for All you right, to on that one. So I think the problem is, and, and this is something that I suffered, right? Because you see all these people and you're like, you go on YouTube and you're like, oh, Mr. Beast, right? 35 million subscribers, right? You got PewDiePie, almost 100 million, or he's over 100 million now. You got like Graham Stephan, two and a half million. You got Stradman, you, you know, you Tanner Fox. Like, I'm just trying to pick like a bunch of different right. people that I, that I follow, right? But you have all these people that are like over a million subs, right? You got Peter McKinnon, right? He's got three and a half million. Like, there's so many people out there with with over a million subscribers and you're like, I could do that. Like easy. Right. It's the same thing with the podcast. Like my podcast literally started on a whim. Like my buddy, my old podcast was called we're live with Cam and Harry. It was just my buddy. And I was started literally in my bedroom and I didn't know shit about podcasting. I mean, I plugged two <laughs> USB microphones into a computer and the computer was like, what's going on? Because it didn't register that two different devices. It registered two of the same. De- it was a disaster. um so like but that's like what people don't talk about like people don't talk about that and 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 i i say this on like every podcast i'm on but like i i really don't care for gary v for the most part but like he does say like some stuff that he does say is like so true like you have to love the process right like like you know we're breaking the hundred thousand dollar mark you know this year which is super cool uh, and that's reoccurring revenue for anybody interested um but like that's cool and like a million dollars is cooler a year but like the fun part is actually the going from zero to a hundred grand a year you know of reoccurring the the fun part is the zero to a million right the fun part is hiring that employee not what the employee can produce but like you know, it, it, it's really, I hate when he says this, but like, you have to love the process. Like you really do. Like if you want to start a podcast or you want to go, you know, I could teach, you know, you could go to the Navy, you know, go to Navy SEAL training buds and want to be a SEAL, but you have to love the process. You have to love getting the shit kicked out of you. And that's literally what being a business owner is like. You have to love eating shit all day long and, and, and going through like, up. Oh, don't know if I'm going to pay my bills this month because so-and-so didn't pay me. Don't know if this is going to happen. Don't know if this is going to happen. Like that's the best part. And somebody listening to this is like, dude, this dude is whacked out, but that's like the fun. Like if somebody hands you a check for, I don't know what, what's the check on my desk, right? Somebody, somebody hands you a check for $1,500, right? And gives this to you. That's cool. But if you didn't do anything for it, it doesn't provide value, right? Like I look at, I look at some of my competitors and I'm like, oh, they got VC money where they had like a private investor who dropped a hundred G's in there. And like, yeah, I'm like, that's cool for them. And I'm so glad I never got that because I wouldn't have learned nearly what I've learned now. But what is what I'm really jealous of as far as my competitors is the, the kid that his dad owned a big company already. And his dad said, hey, we'll give you a shot with a decent retainer or, you know, he, his best friend's father owned you know, or was a senior vice president of a company and he got a $3,500 a month retainer. So he has to work for it, but he has income. Like it's not just gifted. It's not this check that just says, Hey, here you go. It's, it's this grind that hustle. That's the best part about anything. And when you find that, that's when you're going to succeed. No matter what, if you're in sales, you're in business, you want to start a podcast, right? Like how many people have started podcasts and failed because they're, they just thought, Oh, I'm going to start a podcast. I'll be at a million subs in a month. Like, no, it doesn't happen that way. Yeah, general growth like that does not happen. And that's what I tell all these other podcasters because I give back to to my community in the sense, like I try to help them and I try to show them certain things. Now, I do not have an advertising background. 
I'm just lucky because of the my normal nine to five job that puts me in certain <laughs> positions with people. So I can I can never uh, generate or even fathom how you do everything you do. But the one thing, the one key thing that I always tell these people is, uh, you know, one thing: consistency, and you have to have a marketable product. That people, is like the second or third slide is consistency on the podcasting course. Right, and and, and my whole thing is this: so many people think that just because you get out here and we're doing this podcast right now that, um, you know, some people put like, I, I, people that like, I see that have maybe a hundred listeners, they put all this extra bells and whistles into their podcast. They do all this extra production. I run a rare or a raw podcast. I will edit this material. Okay. Just a little bit to fix that sound to make sure we don't have transformer moving sound. Sure. I'm using, as of today, I am using a $30 mic because I'm on That's the it, bro. That's how it goes, man. But my production cost is zero. Sure. We won't discuss what I make, but what I make That's off right. of it is at least 10, 20 times what, I mean, because I have no actual driving cost in this. You know, that's how I make success. And then some people like, this is what gets me. And I want to ask you about this. Um, Because like you said, and I hate to tear off from the podcasting real fast, but I don't understand that someone that's just coming out with a podcast would pay to put their podcast on a hosting platform. I am a hundred percent behind people putting it on anchor to build a subscriber base and then go from there. Cause you can take that RSS feed and redirect it somewhere. You yeah, own all so your episodes. I, when I started my podcast, I started on SoundCloud. Um, okay. Oh, wow. I, I, I was never, um, I was poor once in my life. Okay. And that shit sucked a lot. Um, it was really like in the beginning of my bartending career and I was like looking for odd jobs to like make ends meet. Um, I've always been a hard worker. There's never a day that I, that's gone by that, that I've, I've ever said to myself or somebody's ever said to me, like, you're lazy. Like that's never the case. Like even last night, you know, I'm, I'm, li- I was texting a, a lead at one thirty in the morning and I'm texting, you know, my employees, I'm like, no sleep for the wicked. And then I'm up at seven o'clock in the morning for the dogs to let the dogs out. Like, you know, I'm not burning. I mean, I'm definitely burning the candle on both ends, but, and I'm not saying that everybody needs to do that. That's, that's definitely extreme. Right. But if you want extreme growth, that's what it, that's kind of what it takes. But, you know, even, even in high school and and stuff like that, like I would go buy a mini keg of Heineken. Like I was never poor. I always had a job. I always had money. And I always knew that when you spend money, you get more value. right? Right. So even in, even in high school, when I was a little degenerate, and I was buying a keg of, you know, mini keg of Heineken. I knew that the Heineken keg tasted better than Natty Ice. And for the $7 more it was going to cost me, it was a no brainer. Right. And, and so that was, that was kind of the mentality with, well, one anchor wasn't around. And then two, a lot of these platforms weren't around because now I've been doing my show for almost four years. Yeah. Four years. But, you know, a lot of these platforms weren't around. So you had to go find, you know, you had to ghetto rig Bluehost or something like that. Like it was, it was like Jerry rig because nobody had a full podcasting platform. So <laughs> I went on SoundCloud and I was like 15 bucks, like whatever. That's whatever 15 times 12 is $200 a year. I'm like, that's $200 a year. I will pay for the rest of my life. It's kind of like buying your own domain name, right? Like if you buy your, per- like I tell everybody, I'm like, you're insane if you don't buy your, your, your name dot com right harrisonbaron.com 
blows my even if you never build a website just count that as twenty dollars gone every single year for the rest of your life because you don't want somebody to say hey wilbertsparrow.com is now going to be a porn site or a trash talking site or this <laughs> or this yeah. or, you know whatever a gambling site or you know a, whatever whatever it is like you don't want that to happen so that was one of the things i'm like this is 15 dollars. this is 200 dollars a year whatever it is forever like there's no end to that like i will have my podcast for for as long and i and i tend to reinvest now that my course is kind of coming to an end as far as me building and stuff like that to do a massive relaunch i'm getting you know a roadcaster um you know a full road setup what is it the road uh, Road Procaster is one of the items that I'm going to okay. be getting. But here's one thing um, I want to say about what you're, what you're talking about. But here's a difference in what you're doing than what these podcasters are doing right now. From what you did with your podcast, you monetized in other areas with it, correct? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and see, that's the thing that, that, that kills me right now is because I, I tell people that if you want to get into this and if you're doing it for profit, stop. Because the first... Oh, it's silly. No, you don't have a, you don't have a following. The first you need month, to have something there to make it worth it. Yeah, and, and like I tell people, like I don't care if you were on some random television show or something else and you have a million followers on Instagram. Not, like you were saying earlier, nine times out of ten, that does not translate to keeping listeners. You'll get unique, unique listeners all the time because that's a analytic that people always talk about. It's, oh, I, get, I have 500 unique listeners. But I'll say you get that in a week's time but let me see what happens next week. If your if your next content doesn't have that same type of awe factor, I'm not going to say value because not everything has value to it, but that no. awe factor, you know? Yeah. You know. You know, there's, there has to be a purpose, right? And and ironically enough, this is, I keep, I feel like I'm plugging my course too much, but like, well, no, that's what we want to do here. Yeah, I know. But this is like, this is literally what I teach. Like, like you have to figure out like, what's your end goal, right? Like, Nobody runs a marathon to just be like, hey, I'm going to go run a marathon. No, no, no. They have a plan. Like their plan is to hit 26.4 miles or 26.2 miles, whatever the marathon is. I don't even know. But like you have to have a goal, right? So my podcast, the goal of it was never to monetize the actual podcast. Now, has it made money? Of course it has. I'd be lying if I said anything else. But that wasn't the main goal of it. The main goal of the podcast was to drive business elsewhere. So getting those introductions, meeting those people I really want to meet, building long lasting friendships, getting hammered. We used to get loaded on my show, which was great, you know, <laughs> but like, that was the coolest part. Like I've made some of my best friends from my podcast, literally like I invited them. I'm like, Hey, you seem super, super interesting. Let's, you know, let's jump on a podcast and then, you know, Hey, let's get, you know, hey, it's Friday night. What are you doing? Do you want to do a podcast? Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay, come by the studio, right? My old studio was sick. Um, <laughs> absolutely sick. Um, but like that, like so many people don't have any idea what they're doing. Like if you you don't want to spend all this money, right? Like you don't live, it's not van life where it's like, hey, we'll just go wherever the wind takes us. Like even van life people have a destination. Like you can't just put your you can't just go out there and do it and the, the other problem too is if you don't have a destination in mind giving up is so easy it's literally just unplugging this little cable right here under the bottom of the mic and you're done like that's it like you just you hit cancel on your credit card and, and it's not very hard to stop it's it the hard part is keeping going and knowing where you're going and knowing where it's taking it right like 
loving the process. Joe Rogan, when he started his podcast, like I don't know how many people actually listen to his early episodes, but like if you listen to his early episodes, they had garbage. What is it? Sewer? Sewer? Something? Oh, what was it? Oh, sewer slime? Uh, slewer? I forgot. Hold on, it slipped in my mind. Oh, is that Se- nobody sewer remembers the old episodes? Sewer juice. I think it was. Like, you know, he had sewer juice audio quality. Like, it was just, it was trash. It was absolutely awful. But, like, as time went on and people started to enjoy his stuff, like, his destination was fun, right? That was the goal of his podcast, was to have fun and hang out with his friends. And that's kind of where my podcast started. But my podcast, my destination was a little different. It was to build those relationships. It was to have fun building relationships. So, so many people, no matter what journey it is, like, like, hey, one out of, you know, Four out of every five businesses fail in the first five years. Yeah, because everybody has ADHD, especially now more than ever. Like, I can't, I, I, I have customers because we build websites for people. I have customers that are like, oh my God, can we do this? Oh, and can we add this? And can we add this? And I want to do this. And can we sell this? And I know how to do this. And I know how to do this. And it's like, th- this is the biggest problem. Actually, it's, ironically enough, my little brother ran into this problem as well. And by the way, feel free to cut me off because I know I'm going on a ton. Of no, keep going. This on. is like this is the stuff that gets me super fired up. But like my little brother, he was trying to get a real estate, real estate, real estate, real estate, and he's 21 now, and he just got his first real estate deal done. Um, took him two or so years, right? But he had a major identity issue, and that identity issue was, um, somebody came up to me and they're like, "Dude, what does your brother do?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What does my brother do?" I'm like, "He's trying to get into real estate, but he's doing a million other things," and that was the problem. He's trying to do a million other things. And he and the problem is he was very vocal about what he was trying to do. So he was, oh, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. I'm going to do this. I'm going to surf and I'm going to teach surfing. And then I'm going to go be a captain on a yacht. And then I'm going to go do real estate. And then I'm going to go do this. <laughs> I'm going to go do this. And you're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, if you talk about Gary V, right? Gary V, we all know Gary V for two things, VaynerMedia and and winelibrary.com right that that's just two big things that he pushes i don't even like watch the guy anymore and i still know that yeah right grant cardone he does one thing sales training that's it tony robbins what does he do changes people's lives like the people that have it dialed in right what does apple do they provide innovative innovative devices for people that are looking to progress in their life that's that's literally what they do right you know, like, everything I you don't see <laughs> Apple making tread climbers. You don't see Apple making, you know, sneakers. Like, it just doesn't happen, right? What does Nike do? They make fitness apparel. You don't see Nike TVs anywhere. No. You have to figure out what you're doing. So he had a major identity crisis, and he's starting to resolve it and, and tone down what he wants to do. But, like, I see customers all the time. Like, one out, you know, four out of every five businesses fail because they're, like, they get this high on what they're doing. And they're, like, oh, my God, I'm being successful. I bet you I could go do this. And then they fail at that because they spent 10 years doing this, and then they want to do this on a whim. And then the, this gets neglected, and then they both fail. That's literally it, right? What does yeah. Walmart do? Walmart pr- provides a great product a great service at an extreme convenience. That's what they do. Like, are, are Walmart's products the best in the world? No. No, not at but all. But are they fairly priced? Yes. Are they extremely attainable? Yes. yes. Are they located all over the place? Yes. Do they ever give you a hard time about returns? Almost never. Right. What does Costco provide? A membership service where you can get exclusive deals on large quantity products. That's what they do, right? Yeah. They have the biggest pizza chain in the world off of <laughs> selling products, right? Like, but they're not known for pizza. They're known for their membership. Like, 
so many times people just, they, they, they're all over the place. I want to do this. 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 It's like, pick one, go be a millionaire in one thing. And then when you're a millionaire or you're super successful, or you have your company on autopilot and you don't need to do anything, then go dabble in other things. Yeah. Even only, what? And I was going to say the only company that can do that is Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but Amazon, you know, but it has, it, it, it's right. One section of it is on autopilot. So right. now I can go do other things in different areas, right? So it can build Alexa. So, you know, it can build rockets. Same thing with SpaceX, right? Like Tesla, that's what it is, right? What, is, what does Tesla do? It provides electronic vehicles that now offer self-driving, right? Yeah. And then they got really good at that and they're kind of an autopilot and he has all these engineers that do this, that, and the other thing. Meanwhile, by the way, talk about loving the process. Elon slept in his warehouse, I think, for two months straight to figure out a major issue that they were having with Tesla cars a couple of years back. So when people are like, oh, yeah, but, you know, look at Elon. Yeah, that motherfucker slept in his got. Sorry, I cursed. But it's cool. <laughs> that, that dude slept in his warehouse on the ground. His employees bought him a bed. Dude's a multimillionaire. His employees bought him a bed so he would stop sleeping on the ground. And he owned the company. Love the process. Now he can go build rockets. He can go have fun. He can go. Yeah, do whatever he wants to now. Like, love the process. Figure out what you're really good at. Stick with it. So if you're going to do podcasting. Podcast, you should live, breathe, and die podcasting. You don't have to listen to everybody's podcast, but like every single thing you should do be, should be working every single day a little closer to that goal, right? I can't see, I can't tell you how many, I'm doing this in air quotes. I know nobody can see this, but like entrepreneurs or wannapreneurs or like fakepreneurs are out there because they're like, oh, I'm a social media expert today. Well, what were you yesterday? A Bitcoin expert? Yeah. Were you a real estate investing expert? <laughs> like, what did you do yesterday? What did what do you plan on doing tomorrow? Or is tomorrow gonna be Forex? Right? Like I'm I'm having a conversation with one guy. He's like, Oh, look at this. You can make money on autopilot with Forex trading. He's like, You just put your money in, and then you get money out. It's insane. Bro, if it was that easy, why isn't everybody doing it? Right. And why did you only put five hundred dollars in? Is that all you have in your bank account? Because you are a wannapreneur and you can't keep to one thing for a long period of time. <laughs> I like that. I like that 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 that, that right there. Because um, yeah, like like I tell people, for instance, um, one thing I do in promoting other podcasts, right? I tell them a hundred percent straight up. I am not an authority on anything. If your podcast has decent quality or something that I feel you know is great or innovative in certain areas, I will talk to you privately about that. I won't broadcast that to the world, but I will give you a little attention. Put it on my Instagram story. Sure. And I get a lot of submissions and obviously with my job, sometimes I have to drive places. Uh, so <laughs> I may have like a, sometimes I had a 10 hour commute to Maine one time. Sure. Or 13 hour from here, 13 hour from here to Maine. So obviously I had a lot of time to listen to podcasts. Sure. So, so I did. I, I, I told some people this and that and things like that, but I made sure uh, that I wasn't like giving them, I didn't give them advice. I was like, this sounds good here. This, 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 and that, but I didn't say you should take this sound and do this or that to it. Sure. We'll let them figure that out on their own. So before we get completely off topic, because this has been an amazing podcast, <laughs> inside inside your classes, yeah, I, what we do, what we always love to do on podcasts is get a little bit inside these uh, courses. Could you name a few courses and how you integrate that into people's social media? Yeah, man. So I have, I have two main courses. So I, I have link, I have a LinkedIn training course and, uh, you know, which teaches people really how to get in front of their ideal, their, you know, find, locate their ideal target market and, and ultimately reach out. So, you know, 
honestly, and I'll, and I'll give you guys some, some, some secret tips that I reveal in there, right? Like LinkedIn is just like Facebook. It's, it's slowly catching up. It was okay. the neglected child when Microsoft bought it for the last, I don't know, five years or whatever it was. And now Microsoft is like, holy shit, we spent $28 billion. We should probably spend some time on, on build, fixing this thing. So, but the cool part is, is like on LinkedIn, there are, there's room, there's, there's groups that you can go into and people are still using LinkedIn. Like the groups aren't, the group feature isn't broken, which is phenomenal because if you want to get in front of, um, if you want to get in front of, you know, let's just say technology people, right. you want to get okay. in front of it people, right. Um, if you just type in a, to LinkedIn information technology, right. In, we're just going to type in information technology. And the key thing is in groups, right? Information technology, FinTech, blockchain, Bitcoin innovation, right? 398,000 members focused around IT security audit and GCR, 83,000 members, right? Chief information officer, CIO network technology jobs. Oh my God. Where do you think all the CIOs are hanging out online in those goddamn groups? All you got to do is produce a little bit of content to them or just go through who's in that group, right? Because you don't need to pay for that. That's not a premium feature seeing who's in the group. And go through and say, oh, this guy's the CIO, or this guy is the CSO, chief security officer, or this guy is the owner of the IT company, because you're looking to sell them a software that, you know, that might be able to help them and make them more profitable, right? Like, that's the secret sauce. Like, that's literally one of the secrets in the course. Like, so whoever you're going after, if you're looking to connect with podcasters, I'll, let's check this out right now, right? Or you're looking to get into real estate. I bet you there's a real estate group. I'm just going to do podcasting right now, because I've actually never done this. Okay. So if you type in a podcast on LinkedIn, there is groups. So podcast placed by IGLU radio, 1700 members, small business network and entrepreneurs, digital marketing coach, social media, SEO, startup jobs. Okay. Could be interesting. Social media tech news and the Chris Voss show podcast network, 131,000 people, right? Those are your ideal listeners. Like, find the person right there's a there's these giant check reddit like the same strategy goes for all of it it's just it's just the strat i just teach a strategy for linkedin but like the digital marketing podcast right i bet you that they're all digital marketers so if you're selling a software chances are pretty good you want to go in there and message all 3600 people in there like people think like people think i'm teaching like brain science i'm just teaching you a different way to think on you know, podcast game consultant. Like, I don't know what that is, but like, go check it out. Go spend, yeah. you know, people are like, well, that takes time. Well, obviously you can't go to the gym for five minutes and expect results. You got to spend a couple hours, bro. You got to do it three to five days a week. Like that's what building a business is. You got to dump time, energy, and effort. And then there's working on the business and working in the business. So if you're looking to use LinkedIn, right? Like you can't use LinkedIn for three minutes a day and expect results. If you want results on LinkedIn, you have to spend an hour a day. How many hours a day do you spend cold calling? If you swap that out for LinkedIn, I bet you your percentage goes up like 10 X. I'd find it hard to believe it. I'm actually going, I'm actually going to try it. Find somebody you want to connect with, send them a message. I I would say literally 50% of the time, like CEOs or chief level officers, I would say on average about 50% of them respond. So think about this with that stat, right? You go after a mid-sized company. There's probably, let's say 50 people, right? There's probably five to 10 C-suite or senior level management roles. So let's just say 10 for argument's sake. 
That means on average, 50% of them are going to respond. That means five people are going to answer. So if you're looking to get in front of that company, right? Or even if it's five people in the in the management, right? You have your, your um, CEO, potentially a president. If there's a president, if there's not a president, you have your CEO, um, probably a CRO, chief revenue officer. You have your COO, chief um, operation uh, officer. Um, and then you probably have two other suite positions. Maybe it's CRO or CSO or CMO or whatever those, those two are. But even at the bare minimum of three, right? Let's just say the absolute bare minimum is th- of three. One is going to not answer. Two may not answer. I don't want to give you the middle finger. Two may not answer. That means <laughs> you're almost guaranteed to have one person in the C-suites answer you. Now it's your job to not sound like an idiot. Like I don't teach people sales. But I teach people, hey, this is how you get in front of that right person. This is strategies on how to find it out, right? When you message them, they're going to do one thing. They're going to go look at who you are. Your profile has to be dialed in like a sniper scope on the Navy out of the Navy SEALs. Like it has to be so fine-tuned because any slip up you have in your profile. I had somebody not hire me because I had one spelling mistake on my website. Whoa. That website proposal was three grand. Three Gs on one spelling mistake. You know how much it would have cost me to have somebody go through my website? A hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, no doubt on that to proofread it. So okay. So let me um ask you, you this know, real quick. That's the secret sauce. That's part of the secret sauce. Radio and podcast professionals is literally a group on LinkedIn. I'm like bamboozled for people that are, you know, I see it all the time. Like, I can't find podcast guests. Bro, it's cause you're not looking. Right. And, and like I tell people about that. What's crazy is, is that if you do certain things with your podcast and just advertise it, and I think that's something that they can get from you too on that, on the things that I've overlooked. And plus you got one other thing that interests me because I'm skimming through some extra stuff too. Um, your blog. I do. I have a very active blog. Your blog. Yeah. Um, and you didn't tell us anything about the webinar. Yeah. I don't, I suck at promoting myself. Yeah, you're, you didn't tell us anything about that. <laughs> but but here's the thing, I actually believe that you that you're like the 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 missing piece in a lot of podcasters, social media influencers to a degree. Um, and I say that to a degree because influencers is kind of a sketchy topic. Yeah, sketchy one that I don't even want to put ten feet of anything towards. Gotta be careful know? with those people. Yeah, careful with them. Um, yeah, man. Like, I do a lot of stuff. I mean, like, look, it, honestly, uh, it's so funny, right? Like, because I I live in the B2B space. I'm very good at B2B sales. I'm horrible at, at business consumer sales, B2C. So, like, when people are like, dude, tell me about your course. I'm like, I tell you what about well, Like, it's made for business people. That, But, like, I have so much, like, consumer-grade content on there. Like, I have an active blog. I have 200 and, I don't know, 37 blog posts on there. My la- my most recent post, how to, build, how to use LinkedIn to build your executive profile. Like, my my other post, helpful podcast, podcast tools to interview tools. remotely. Like, yeah. there's gold in there. And, uh, look, I'd be lying if I said I wrote all of them. I have a team of writers that I pay an exorbitant amount of money to help me and do research and write and spell check and all that. Like I, there's only so many hours in a day and right. I, I, I make some decent money on my website and that's not, I was going to give it away. Like I literally was going to pay. I use a platform called Kajabi. If anybody wants to use Kajabi, hit me up. Cause I do have a referral code. That would be clutch. If anybody wants to use that, cause Kajabi is expensive as could be, but <laughs> it's like 200, it's like 200. I think I spent like 200 bucks a month, but I was literally going to make all of these courses and just give them away because 
I think it's a crime to keep knowledge. And then somebody like literally one of my friends like slapped me and was like, you cannot give this away. Like there is way too much good in here. And the whole podcast, the podcast, the whole harrisonmarin.com website, like I just was going to buy my domain name and point it towards my main company. But somebody was like, dude, somebody, one of my podcast guests, my buddy, Dan Ryan, who owns the PMP exam tutor, which is project management professional. He saw me using LinkedIn. He's like, dude, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm prospecting. Wow. What's up? And he's like, you need to teach people this. This is like gold. Like I've never seen anybody use LinkedIn like this. And I was like, all right. And literally on a whim. And I was like, uh, yeah, let's, let's do it. And right. I, I was also at one point, the guy of doing a million things. Right. So I was like, Oh, I have a nice computer. Let me just stream video games. So I bought a nice webcam and I did this and I did this. Right. So I had all the tools to record. So then when I produced my course, I actually had some people in the Kajabi group, which is just other course creators go through it. And I was like, look, just go through it and like, give me feedback. And they're like, dude, your course is like next level. And I was like, what? I've never, I've never built a course in my life. And they're like, dude, your audio quality is on point. Your video is on point. Your slides are super informative. You're talking behind everything. Your camera cutting this, that, and the other thing. Your ability to support people like this, that, and the other thing. Like you're onto something. And that's where I fell short because, or fall short because I've never done this before. This is like, I, like I said, I was going to give this away. I was just going to be like, look, if you want to learn how to use LinkedIn for sales, like this is what you do. Like this is what I do for my secret sauce. This is how I get my bigger clients. This is like how I hit the target marks. Like same thing with the podcasting thing. When I first started, I didn't know what an XLR connection was. And nobody was really creating content four or five years ago about podcasting because it was, it was, it was the black sheep. Nobody, yeah. nobody cared about it. Like YouTube was the hot thing. I mean, YouTube still is the hot thing, but like didn't know what an XLR connection was. Barely knew what a mixer was. Like didn't know the difference between a dynamic and a condenser mic. Like didn't know what phantom power was. Didn't know special effects. Didn't know panning. Like didn't know, you know, didn't know compression. Like there's so many things that go on in a podcast. Like I literally was like, there's nothing about this. And you know, somebody was like, dude, why don't you, you have a hundred and something episodes on your podcast. Like you've interviewed maybe not famous people, but like famous people in the area, like people, you know, the guy, Brian Carp, who's a good friend of mine. Like a lot of people know him on Long Island. He's just, dude's a gangster. When living legend, to- living legend. Yeah, dude, yeah. Local legend. And people are like, dude, you got to teach this. And, and literally I was going to give it away. And then one of my buddies was like, no, you can't give that away. You're giving away gold. Like you have to charge something. So I think I charge now. 67 bucks a month i think i'm running a special right now i think it's like 20 bucks i'll send you a link you can give it out okay uh, you can put it in the show notes but i think i'm doing the linkedin course and shit i'll throw in the podcast and course for 20 bucks there you go okay like, and that's that's awesome there like like you yeah all right so that's a deal for people that are listening to this podcast i will literally give you both of my courses for 20 bucks and i'm not trying to sell it like if you go through it and you don't like it, just ask for your money back. Like whatever, it's twenty bucks. Yeah, right? and that was something I was going to say that was cool about what you did. No questions asked, money back guarantee. Um, yeah, I'm like, you got a you got a lot going on there. Um, so we come to a part of the podcast. By the way, the the audience, um, you know, obviously they're going to listen and they're going to hear everything that you had to say. Um, and on the show, I had this rapper on here from out of New York. He does pretty good numbers. Um. What's in 40 name? seconds, he could solve an Rubik's Cube, okay? Okay, that's pretty so, impressive. So, so, so he had some kind of crazy brain power that I would just use for one of the world's problems or something. I couldn't even fathom having that kind of intellect, and I don't really know what you use that for. Um, had another guest that she doesn't like the sound of cans opening like soda cans in commercials or anything. She can cause a wreck with a car if she hears it on the radio. Oh so, God. Harrison, it is your turn to either tell us a secret that you have or a secret talent 
because everybody has something. And I'll give you a moment to think about this because I'll tell you something about me. I have no talent at all. I'm not the Mr. Talented Ripley. I have one thing about me that just drives me nuts. I hate the root vegetable beets. I will eat parsnips. I will eat rhubarb. I will eat any other type of root vegetable you give me. But if you have uh, beets at your house and you serve them to me, I will unfriend you in real life. If you send me a picture of that on Facebook Messenger, I will block you on Facebook Messenger and still talk to you on Facebook through my post. Oh, that's I, so sad. Beats are so tasty, man. Um, oh, no, not I at guess all. I guess, like, when I first started my podcast, I kind of committed to, like, an open lifestyle. And, like, I really don't have any skeletons in the closet so if anybody's like digging on me like good luck finding anything like i'm i I live a very open lifestyle like i tell everybody pretty much everything i would say i have a couple different things that i really like i don't know if they're secrets because like i said i like live this super open lifestyle but like i shoot archery i love archery archery is super fun um i love guns um i love fast cars i mean i'm sure most people do um I am, I would say I'm definitely above average as far as a cook. Uh, I went to culinary school. Actually, that's probably something most people don't know. I did go to culinary school. Okay, see, that's um, right there. And I, I can curse you said, right? Yeah. I fucking hate black licorice. That shit's gross. Yeah, that see, like something like that. Yeah, like, like black licorice is a waste of candy. But yeah, facts. I mean, it's disgusting. I don't know how people eat that. Like, and I don't know how people eat Dr. Pepper licorice. Like, what is that? Oh, God. Um, I mean, that's kind of like my thing. And that, I guess the only other thing that I have, like, as far as like, a, I don't want to say skeleton in my closet, cotton. Oh my God. That you are not kidding. Um, <laughs> by the way, the four flavors that Lay's came out with, like the pork carnita tacos and pizza and Louisiana hot chicken are disgusting. Um, while we're on food, <laughs> I did try all four of them and they were all gross. Would do not buy them. Don't waste your money on them. I think I took like two chips out and threw the rest out. Um, and I'm not into wasting food at all. I guess the only other cool thing like that I have like in my in my history that I do kind of me- mention, but I don't always mention is I was an Eagle Scout. Okay, so that's super cool. Um, it plays a huge part in my life. Um, for anyone that knows the Boy Scout code and the you know and what it takes to become an Eagle Scout, I, I I firmly believe that that plays a tremendous part in my life. I try to pick up garbage every time I'm outside if I see something, stuff like that. I I, I, I genuinely try to leave the world a better place. Um, and I'm a volunteer fireman. So, okay. you know, I, it's not like it's hidden. I mean, but like, I genuinely love that. I don't, you know, I don't do it for like the pat on the back or anything like that. Like I do it because I love it. I do it because, you know, I, I would say like most of the people in the military, like I have a lot of military friends, like they don't do it for the fame. They don't do it for like the, you know, Hey, thanks for your service. Like I just, I do, it, you do it because you want to do it and you do it because you know, it's the right thing to do. And that's, you know, I try to do everything, you know, the right way. This, I'm starting to get emotional now, but like, that's how I live my life. That, all right, there's my secret, right? I like, I try to do better every single day. Like whether it's for somebody else or for the planet or whatever it is, I try to leave the world a better place every single day from when I wake up to when I go to bed. Okay. And that's commendable there. So. Okay. So once again, can you plug everything for the audience so they know (laughs) where to go to find you? Where they can find you on social media. Uh, we always yeah. like to, people like to hackle and people like to do good. So you got to take both the good and the hackle. So uh, Yeah, I mean, look, you could go on Instagram, tear me up, Harrison underscore Baron. I mean, I'm totally cool. You could, you know, shit, roast me. Like, I don't care. Um, like, I'm a, I'm a 
portly fella, right? And a five nine <laughs> pushing three hundred. Like I, that's who I am, right? Like I'm, who am I gonna, you know, who am I kidding? I started the podcast off with that. Might as well end with that. But like, um, you know, I got nothing to hide. Uh, HarrisonBaron.com. Come check it out. I mean, that's where I'm like super active on my own personal stuff. Um, you'll see the podcasting course will probably be live by the time this goes live. So look, if you want, check the show description. I'll give everybody on this that's listening to this, a, you know, twenty dollars for both my courses. This is like I've never done a deal like this, um, but I just thought about it while we're on here. Um, but that's that. If you guys want to go buy it, buy it. If you guys can't afford it and you want to take it, send me an email and I will literally give it to you. Um, I'd rather see you succeed than me make 20 bucks. Um, so that's that. Uh, the other thing too is growth hyphen generators. Um, that's my main company. Now it's coming from Baron media group to growth generators. We specialize in, uh, SEO website development. Uh, we're actually be about to become a web. Actually, by the time this airs, I probably will be a web flow partner. Um, okay. And that's really what we do. Um, and then I have one side project, right? Everybody's got a little side side project. Oh, as yeah. if I didn't do enough stuff. Um, if you guys want to check out and learn some stuff about bourbon and cigars, I happen to love both of those. Uh, I also have another website called bottleandash.com. Okay. It's like see? in the infancy stages. So like for anybody that's like about to tear me a new one, like chill. It's like neglected as could be, but I still try to create content on there and, you know, and that kind of stuff. All right. Harrison Barron, I want to thank you for coming on West Virginia Uncommonplace. Thank you very much uh, for being on here. Like, Dude, thanks for having me, man. This, this is a great, we, great podcast. I had a blast. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely uh, do some more connecting because you still got more things going on. And, you know, Dude, next you thing you know, you're going to be coming back and, uh, you know, your podcast will be jumping back up again, correct? Yeah, yeah. Podcast will be going live probably in the next coming weeks. Uh, like I said, I'm doing a whole new road setup. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting a Roadcaster Pro podcast production studio. I'm getting uh, the Road Pod mic. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, this is like the all-in setup before I upgrade to the SM7Bs. Okay. For anyone that's listening that doesn't know what the SM7B is, that's like the holy grail of my microphones in the podcasting world. Yes, it is. That's where I hope to be one day. <laughs> but, <laughs> but once again, I want to thank you for coming on, and we will definitely have to do another podcast because you have way too much content just for this little small episode, okay? Sounds good, man. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm always in. All right, thanks.